your host through the deep night. It's 4 a.m., the hour of regrets and revelations, and I'm so thrilled that you've tuned your podcast machine to our program tonight. I'm happy to be with you as you listen to another episode of Dale Radio coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. Today on the show, we have a wonderful episode full of light. Hopefully, this will serve to chase away some of the darkness of recent events and remind us that there is good and funny and ridiculous opportunities, that is to say, opportunities to be ridiculous in our world. My guest today is comedian Joe Firestone, who I think is just one of the most talented and gifted people out there. I believe that talented and gifted programs were named after her. We talk about what it means to be a successful comedian in the city, writing for great shows, traveling, being named the funniest people in Brooklyn lists, and still having to put together the complicated pieces of existence required to live in New York City. If you know Joe's work, you know she's the creator, and uh, along with her father Fred, of the popular, incidentally, Fred, the creator of Joe. But uh, they, together they put uh, on the popular Punderdome 3000 show here in Brooklyn, and now Punderdome is an actual game that you can purchase and buy at home. She has appeared on Comedy Central, The Chris Gethard Show, IFC's Boy Band, and in several web series, including the recently launched Womanhood from Refinery 29. She was the host of the radio program Dr. Game Show on WFMU and was featured in numerous festivals around the country. While she is authentically herself on this episode, she's also the creator of numerous characters uh, featured on the Brett Davis Show and elsewhere. On this warm midday in June, we met up at Harvest Works in Soho for a wonderful talk. Today's episode is sponsored, in fact, by Audible.com. With over 180,000 audio titles to choose from, you're sure to find something you'll enjoy. Whether it's the history of wax museums, as read by Michael Caine, or the legendary Lady Adventure series, Queen's Pouch, you're in for a good time. For a free audiobook and 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash Radio, and we'll see a little bit of that on the back end. Some say that's my best end. Here now is my conversation with the phenomenal Joe Firestone. Oh, my goodness, Joe Firestone. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You've got your iced coffee. It's warm today in New York City. It is warm today. Oh, are you a warm weather person, Joe? I like I like warmth. I don't like the cold, but I don't. I mean, I feel like it's like a May is ideal. But ideal. I'm with you. After that, it gets too hot. It gets too hot. I'm very I don't sticky. have any air conditioning. Do you have air conditioning? Oh yes, I have, I have three of them raging at all hours. <laughs> I leave them going all the time, and then you get to work, and it's so cold. I have to put on a cardigan. Of course. It's it's very chilly there. Of course. It's just the couple of blocks I gotta walk. I know. One time, uh, Kanye West was seen in full a le- uh, full leather suit in the summertime. But I think it was a status move to say that he never has to be outside. He could just be dropped off by a car, mm-hmm. walk one foot into the building. He doesn't bother him. No. That's how I feel though. When you get to be at a certain level of uh, 
uh, fame or richness. Uh -huh. You see, the richest people wear the hottest looking clothes, uh -huh. like blacks, oh. and uh, you know, the, I mean, the Velvet. color color black, and uh, just heavy. Sometimes you see them in the blazers. Oh my God, capes! Capes are being worn. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's how you know you've made it. Of course. <laughs> well, do you think about where you'd like to retire, speaking of once you get all this money and everything that we're talking about? Because oh, I see it in your future, Joe. Where I'm going to retire? Maybe Alton, Illinois, home of, oh. home of the gentle giant. <laughs> Is that a statue or a person? Well, it's both now. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fitting. Uh, uh, <laughs> for you, Joe, I consider you a gentle giant Thank of this industry. You. Oh, wow. They have a lot of wraparound porches there. Oh, that would be nice. What's better than a wraparound porch? Mm. A wraparound porch with a porch swing. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. We phrased it. <laughs> <laughs> Some, I wouldn't mind sometimes if it was screened in. Oh, really? Yeah. You I'm don't concerned like... about Zika. Of course. Yeah. I don't know if you need to worry about it. Out in Illinois, it's going to be okay? Well, you don't need to worry oh, about it. Oh, because I'm not having babies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it works, though. It's, I'm very unclear. It's it's a mystery one. Uh -huh. Nobody knows what's going on with it. No. That's right. For me, retirement's going to be Northern California, something like that. Oh, really? Just going to carve like a Dale-shaped uh, hole in one of those ancient redwoods. Be done with it. Oh, you're going to live in a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that option. Yeah. Oh, Ground floor. I don't need to be high up. Oh, certainly. Maybe some stairs, though, to get a little bit of a view. Leave the attic for the squirrels. <laughs> Joe, I wanted to talk to you at this moment because it feels like you've had an incredible year. And uh, I, sometimes I like to just have somebody in that's just riding this great wave. You've been on all the lists, oh, all geez. the funniest people. Is the air different? Does it no. feel different? <laughs> Not, does it feel good? No, things are happening. Um. I guess things are happening. I think as someone that's trying to make stuff, as you know, yes, it's constantly like you're. Even if you do get something, it's it's hard to take it in and be like, oh, this is where I, I'm. I've made progress. It's kind of more like, oh shoot, now I I gotta keep working. Like it's kind of like it never really stops. Yeah, because the expectations are raised. Or I don't because, even know uh, that. Like I think it's just kind of like. You always are in this mindset as an artist like yourself. You're always yes. in this mindset that you have to keep making. You have to keep getting better. You're never good enough. At least that's how I feel. And so I'm always just like, okay, well, even if this happened, it still doesn't mean I still got to keep working. Right. There's no rest. No rest. Within that. No, no. I'm working on gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing to be working on. It's hard. Are it you, is. Are you great? Are you gracious? Uh, gracious? Great. I try to be. I yeah. think so. I'm always on the verge of walking away, to be <laughs> to be honest. But then I'll get a nice little mention in AV Club, and I think, well, okay, <laughs> I've got to keep going <laughs> because isn't that what I was trying to do? And then yeah. I go, oh, well, okay, better, I better get a couple more episodes out. And then uh, people come up. I say, well, uh, Joe Firestone. You, can come in. I want to talk to her. You know what I mean? So I it, it propels itself a little bit. Also, sometimes it's easier to hang out with people if you put on a, a radio show, <laughs> you know? It does combat loneliness. Certainly. <laughs> well, another thing that does that is traveling. You've been traveling a lot. You've been out to Chicago? Yeah. My brother had a baby. Two, oh. He has two babies now. Two? Mm -hmm. Not at the same time? Mm -mm. Not twins. This was a second child. Yeah, two-year-old and now a four-month-old. Oh, gosh, yeah. R real exciting. That is real exciting. 
And uh, he's in Chicago? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you were also part of a festival or something? Yes, I was part of a festival. Um, and Which came first, the invitation to the festival or the, the child? The child. Okay. See, there you go. There Good answer. Go. <laughs> the child. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, everything good with the child. Cute, oh, cute, she's uh, got the very, very heavy legs. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, what a wonderful trait. <laughs> I saw a little child like that. Looked like he was an extra from the R Gang oh. films. <laughs> like Spanky's Double. <laughs> and he had a little he had a little cardigan, too. It was kind of a sailor oh. kind of outfit. And just the biggest legs Oh. And he just kept flopping down on his on his rear because he oh. was trying to walk, and he gave us a look like ah, <laughs> like <laughs> he looked right at us. We were one of those outdoor eating places, which is so nice. And he just flopped down on his on his little rear and ah, see, like he was about to <laughs> launch into one of those, or maybe pull a heist. Uh, you were also out at San Francisco at Sketchfest. We saw each other out there. We did. That was. Uh, had, did you have a good festival? I did. I'll tell you what, though, I split yeah. a hotel room with. Six boys. Oh, gosh. What a mistake. <laughs> That's a mistake. And the last night, so we were all having a good time. Yeah. Eating candy till all hours of the night. As you do. As you do. They have high chews out there. Oh, You yeah. ever had a high chew? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. the flavors are authentic. <laughs> um, but uh, the last night, we got a message from one of the people staying in the hotel room, mm-hmm. and they said, don't come back. And we said, what are we supposed to do? Because everything closes in San Francisco at like 2 a.m. Yep. Where are you supposed to go after that? They said, don't come back? What do you mean? You got kicked out of the hotel? No, one of the guys was used in the hotel room. Oh, 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 I see, I see, Uh I see. Things were happening for for him Uh with another. Yeah. And uh, so there's five of you then. Just hanging out. Left on your own in a city that does shut down quite early. Uh Uh-huh. You can't even go to, like, a tourist attraction. No, or, like, a bar. You can't even go to a bar. (laughs) You're basically on the wharf. Yep. We we did stay at the wharf. (laughs) We did. (laughs) And all the crab places are closed down. Well, also at the wharf is this wax museum. Yes. Which they had the the party. I guess Uh one of the after parties. And uh, that was strange. Very strange. I felt. Had you been to a wax museum before? No, I didn't realize that they're supposed to look at you. <laughs> they really are designed to look at you at every oh, turn. Oh, yes, yes. They had to give you the sense that you're actually in the room with Clooney or wh- whomever yeah. else. Yes. It's, it, for, it's a publicity campaign. They're more likable. They get them in more blockbuster films. <laughs> it's a grassroots level effort. Do you know how they started Max Museums? Uh, I don't, no. I think it was to commemorate the dead. They make, like, dead, um, they make the dead into wax. Oh, like death masks. Yeah. That kind of thing, yeah. Uh, In fact, uh, I was in a kind of a duke's house out there in Scotland, and they had one of the Queen uh, Queen Victoria's death masks. I believe it was Victoria, but one of the queens. There's a lot of weird stuff in England. Uh, there is. There is. You spend a lot of time over there? I went there once as a kid. That's enough. It's an, It's like a lot of... It's like they don't change a lot of the stuff over it's there. It's old. That's right. It's old. <laughs> it's old. But they have very nice supermarkets. Oh, yeah. I do like the way that their supermarkets run, and you can kind of get everything, And although you have to drink black currant juice. Yeah. A lot yeah. of black currant juice. Well, you ever have wine gums? I, I have not, no. That's up there with high chews for yeah. me. 
There's a lot of candy, isn't there? Sure. There's a lot of candy in this world, eh? and you got to sample every bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's solid advice. Well, I think the only other wax museum I'd ever been to is the one at Niagara Falls. I oh. believe there's uh, one of the, is it Madame Tussauds or Tussauds? Anyhow, yeah. it was over there. You've been to Niagara Falls? Uh-uh. Oh, gosh. The, the Canadian side is a little bit like Atlantic City, like a boardwalk, or it was many years ago when I was there. And uh, it's just, it's the thing that was odd about San Francisco, one, they were having the party there, but there were actual celebrities, people you would recognize uh, from the world of entertainment, right. mixed in among the people that were made of wax. Right. Soon to commemorate their deaths, I guess. Uh, oh. Do you think it's just preemptive? That they know they're going to die, and so they get a, on the waiting list to get in the wax museum. Oh, that's super weird. Could be. There are a couple of them that are no longer around. Yeah. Yeah. There's a weird wax museum in Austin, Texas that's just movie monsters. Oh. And then there's a wax museum in St. Louis. Uh, so <laughs> funny you bring up wax museums. I've been thinking about it all morning. <laughs> uh, I uh, the, uh, There's a wax museum in St. Louis, and it's divided in three floors. Uh-huh. First floor is celebrities. Second floor is um, historical figures. And the third floor, the basement, I guess, is uh, horror, like scary, uh-huh. like a haunted house kind of thing. Yeah. And we were looking around, walking around, and it's, like, divided into rooms, like, each category of, like, Maybe like World War One figures, World War Two figures, etc. Well, we're in the story. Hist- you go celebrity, then history, then you go. To- that's how the museum is designed. So we went to the history second, and we looked at the World War Two like display. Yes. And there was Mussolini, Churchill, um, FDR. It was FDR? Yeah. And no Hitler. Well, like, why is there no Hitler? <laughs> That's weird, right? Hitler's like a major part of World he, War II. He does II. figure prominently. But would you want to have a, a wax figure there where people are taking pictures with Hitler? <laughs> Selfies with Hitler? <laughs> it doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, then, they would have brochures in that uh, thing, <laughs> part of the hotel, <laughs> with the pamphlets. Children posing with Hitler. <laughs> right. Well, then what was surprising about this place yeah. is we went down to the horror section next. Yeah. And Hitler was there. Yeah, well, that makes sense. He was down in the dungeons of hell. I think, I think that's okay. A very political move. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Next although, to Frankenstein. Although, pretty safe bet. <laughs> I mean, kind of a calculated risk sure, to put him, yeah, sure. put him down there. Oh, that's interesting. How many uh, horror movie figures can there be in the uh, Austin one? I, you get the merman, of... you got Dracula, Frankenstein, the wolf, and then what? What are you? We're talking King Kong. What? What's the other? Mm-hmm. Mummy. Mummy. Um. What? Circus freaks. Freaks. Is that? Oh it? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. He's there. <laughs> um. That's an easy wax yeah. figure to make. <laughs> a lot of like creature, like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, that's what. That's the merman guy. Oh yeah. right, right, yeah. right. Um. Who else was there? I'm sure there was someone else. I can look it up. I don't know why I'm grilling you on this. But oh, it just seems alien. Like a, oh, alien, sure. Sure. Oh, Predator. Oh, the, the, those, yeah. Predator. Okay, sure, modern, sure. kind of the 90s. Sure. Uh, 80s, 90s, roaring ahead. <clears throat> well, uh, I was at one of your shows out there oh. at the Sketchfest. And it was an unusual kind of, I think it's a popular venue now for uh, a comedy, but it was. Um, it had a kind of a weird audience. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I, I just want to acknowledge that it was a strange night in part because of your opener. 
who who really just set things into the toilet for you oh, in a way so that I had bad. not seen. And all, all do look, we all bomb. We've all had that moment. Yeah. We've all misread the crowd. I think uh, I've talked about it here. There's an impulse to go angry sometimes, and this fellow went there and oh. and more so. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it was. It could not have been more at odds with you and your kind of style and the things that you yeah, talk about. Yeah, that was about. a really weird pairing. <laughs> it was very strange. And I felt for you and the people next to me were so excited for their mozzarella sticks <laughs> and so vocal in their opposition to that guy <laughs> that it was uncomfortable for me. Oh, God. But uh, then you, you came out and it was... Um, it was great, but you had a lot of fellas up there with you. Lots of fellas. All your roommates. Well, one of those guys got uh, some action. From your show. Yeah. Oh, good. And the person that they made love to was in the audience. <laughs> oh. They met there. <laughs> That's amazing. how it's supposed to work, isn't it? What an amazing <laughs> world we live in. And how is their relationship today? <laughs> I don't think they're still together. I think it was uh-huh. a burst of uh-huh. love. But you like working in a group. I do. Yeah. You like that camaraderie, the, the sparks that fly? Yeah, I think it's easier to come up with stuff um, with people than it is by yourself. <laughs> yes, I've certainly found that. But you also like setting up these kind of comedy conundrums in the form of games. Yeah. It has become a kind of hallmark thing, yeah, safe to say. because games kind of make it seem like there's rules and like there's like like a safety net like where it's like oh don't worry this is how the game is played if you do something stupid it's just the game it's not you <laughs> but then it gets people to act so silly you know <laughs> i do and i listened to you had a, a, a long-running show on uh, wfmu yes a doctor game show yes that drew on your love of games and working with a group and having callers come in and you had some regulars that came up with ideas for games and you'd sure. play them and uh terrifically entertaining um but one of the things I noticed during that ep- episode is uh, the games also have the effect of making people honest in their responses. Like they want to, by and large, some yeah. people try to be jokery with it or whatever, but uh, jokers with it. But they they would be more honest in the answer, which is funnier for everybody to respond to because it was a truthful thing that they were offering up. Yeah. If people want to play the game and get it right, and then somehow they would be revealing something about themselves, which would then kind of build in terms of the improvisation among everybody. Yeah, even just like where people are calling from, I right. think is so fascinating. Right. How people choose to answer that question. Right, like someone, this kid used to call from the ice rink. It's like, why, how are you listening to the radio at the ice rink? Like, where, what's happening? Right. What, are they just working there? I don't know. She never gave us any answers, just the fact that she was at the ice rink, which is such a strange response. <laughs> When's the last time you went to an ice rink? Uh, it's been a little while. I'm not. I'm not good. At, good at it. Ice. <laughs> I'm not good at ice. <laughs> skates. Uh, what skates, about skates? skates yeah, roller I'm not, skates. Not good at... <clears throat> I'm okay at roller skates. You, you know what though happens is you get blisters real fast, and that is a bit of a turnoff for me. <laughs> but the skating, I it's it's too hard. It hurts. Yeah. I can kind of coast to a wall if I need to. (laughs) And I grew up going to roller skating club. I was part Uh, of the roller skating club as a child. You were? Yes. And we would go every week and and do it. So I'm a little, you know, it's my comfort zone a little bit. And I I had an uncle who taught me to really skate. I mean, I thought I knew how to do it, but then he taught me the the push off this way and that way and don't use the stopper as an acceleration uh, tool. 
What about <clears throat> rollerblades? You ever done blades? No. You no, never did blades? No, I missed the whole thing. Oh, my God. How about you? A good inline skater? I loved rollerblades. Really? I mean, they're right, way easier than roller skates. Gosh. Okay. You would think it wouldn't because it's one row of wheels versus two rows of wheels. <laughs> that is exactly the problem I have with it. You know? But <laughs> yeah. for some reason... It's, it gives you a lot of versatility. You could go in and out. Do you not do this as much? I'm no. doing a motion of two legs kind of. Kind of uh, the penguin. Yes, yes. Yeah, you don't do the penguin as much. Ah. And, but you're able to have balance on just those two thin blades? I can't tell you why. It just works. It just, I can't tell you why. <laughs> well, another thing I get to look up later. <laughs> but, uh, well, that, well, maybe um, maybe we could go uh, skating sometime. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be it. I'd like to learn how to do it. Cruise through Central Park. Oh, my gosh. Be one of those older guys in the tank tops and the helmet. Oh, my gosh. You'd have so many high fives coming at you. <laughs> That's what I need more of. Are you sick of the games, Joe? Am I sick of the games? No, but I think I get I do, I do get really into projects, and then I kind of get uh, bored of them. So I, I think it's kind of like figuring out. Like, I like games, but then it's like, okay, figure out how to make games better. I still I'm, keep trying to make games better. Yeah, yeah. With within my limitations. Of, with the intent of having more people play them or just to enjoy a, an existing game more? I guess to, like, flesh it out in a way that makes um, makes people more engaged. Like, I'm trying to figure out constantly, I'm like, how do you get people more engaged? How do you get people more involved? And then I, it's always like a little bit of a failure, but I think that means it's it's progressing in certain ways. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe we have people submit the games. Maybe we have people play the games. Maybe right. we have other people play the games that are good at games, and that makes people more encouraged. It's so tricky. I mean, how does the brain work? You know? <laughs> yes. How does it how work? How does it work? That's what you're trying to get at. I guess so. Yeah. Nobody knows how the brain works. There's lots of books, but nobody knows. It's a complete... That we exist at all is a mystery. I watched a documentary, and they said, this is the reason why life is here. And they pointed to some mounds under the sand. And then they showed that because these things allow... They're like... Layers, then he pushed it. It looked like rocks. Uh-huh. And he said, watch me. And he pushed into it, and it kind of gave a little bit, like a sponge or oh. something. He said, these are layers and layers of bacteria that are able to tra- generate oxygen. And uh, because these things exist and allow themselves to be covered by sand over the millennia and don't get eaten by predators, that they are responsible for the oxygen on this planet and the reason why anything can live. And here are these things just silently under some sand somewhere in the ocean. Whoa. They had to be there for all of us to exist. They had to rise out of whatever volcanic situation was happening. And now look at us. And now look at us. Scrolling through Facebook, wasting away. <laughs> I mean, that's really something, right? Yeah, yeah. What are our brains? Like, even, like, the dumbest yeah. people still have synapses firing all the time to be like, go go smoke a cigarette and lay down in the dirt. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Yes. Oh. <laughs> they still manage to walk. Yeah. Which is a, a function. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. What, what is the brain doing? You ever think about a brain game like that? What's a brain game? Oh, like something that takes place inside the brain. Oh my God! Not not actually inside the brain, yeah. but maybe but maybe it would. But shows how the brain works. Yeah. 
amazing. You read a lot of nonfiction about the brain? Uh, I, I haven't lately. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't either. I've been avoiding it. <laughs> I watch a good doc if it comes on. You love docs? I, I do enjoy a, a documentary. Yeah. Do you have any to recommend? I like learning. Sure. Did you yeah. watch um, Wiener? I heard that's good. <laughs> I haven't watched. I haven't watched it yet. Haven't gotten uh, uh, gotten the muster oh. up to uh, enjoy spending an hour with <laughs> that character and Carlos Danger or whoever else was having. What a weirdo. <laughs> that's how does the brain work? How do you get to a point where ah, I think this is a good idea to send a picture of my privates? At twice. <laughs> I, that's really that something. That we know about. That we know about. Yeah. That's really something, right? Yeah. Man, oh man. And there are people that are running to this country that yeah. have no idea what a direct message is no. or a oh, safe God. way to send a picture. No. I know. You know. Why people help each other? We should all help each other. We should all help help each other. if help your elderly neighbors to send direct messages. <laughs> there should be a part of a youth corps <laughs> that, that would go around. And just get people up to speed. A youth corps. <sighs> <laughs> but with the with the games, you do have you're, you're transitioning from generating all these things to having an actual game in the world with Punderdome. Yeah. Punderdome three thousand. Sure. Uh, the project, another long running event yeah. that's happened. How many years now? Um, five years. Five years. Uh, often with your father. Yes, always yeah. with my father. Always with your father. Yeah. And he he's. And on the game too, the home yes. version of the yes. game that people is it out now? Can it's we... out. It just came out yesterday. Oh my gosh! Oh my well, gosh. where can people get it? <sighs> Everywhere. <laughs> I think they could definitely get it on Amazon, and yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's in stores, but I don't know which stores. I should know. I think it's in Toys R Us and Walmart. Listen, if you are going to only be in two stores. I mean, those are, that's good. where you get your essentials. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you get your groceries at Walmart. You get your your toys and, and games at Toys yeah. R Us. And I'm often thinking while I'm getting the aftershave lotion or something, I wish I had a game to, to pass the time. This, this store is nice and all, but... Do you know what I like to do to pass the time? What's that? Especially in the summertime. What's that? Puzzles. Oh, sure. You like puzzles? Yeah. I grew up doing a lot of puzzles. Really? My father's a big puzzle enthusiast. He can do like a thousand pieces? Oh, he'll do them all. Oh, my God. Yeah, he gets the card table out. Oh, geez. So it raises up the puzzle so you don't have to hunt, you know. Yeah. And then it's a dedicated puzzle space. Do you have yes. one of those? Yeah. No, we don't. We Get should a folding do. card table. Okay. Yeah, use some of that Punderdome money <laughs> and buy a folding card table. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What, what's your favorite thing to have on a puzzle? I haven't done that many. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but we just finished a Wizard of Oz tableau. Yeah. And now we're working on one that's just desserts. Yeah. And then the next one, I think, is going to be um, a sewing kit. Oh, that should, that should be challenging. Womanly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I suppose it is. Do you have the feeling, though, that I have when you finish a puzzle that, gosh, I wish I could just shellac the whole thing together and yes. look at it forever? Yeah. No, but it really isn't that fun to look at once you're done. <laughs> also, my this puzzle was missing a corner. Oh no! A corner. No. That's the worst place to miss. What well, do you got to um? Do a hand drawn one? 
Excuse me? <laughs> you know, cut out a piece. What? <laughs> what do you do in that situation? What are you doing? You cut out a piece? I'd either go back to the store and buy another one and try and find that piece to complete it, or I'd, I'd, I'd just make my own piece and, sh- and shove it in there. Amazing. I wouldn't want it to be incomplete. Amazing what you've done. <laughs> but you're right. They're not great to look at. No, it's just... <laughs> It's just the, the satisfying lines. coming together, you yeah, know? Yeah, the lines break it up. No. <sighs> that goes right into my next question for you, um, which was about just spending the time. And oh. uh, be careful touching that. It comes off on your hands a little bit. I know, I was bit. just noticing that <laughs> yeah, it I brushed up against that once, and my whole shirt was uh, <laughs> covered in gray foam. Uh, oh, note to self. Um, <laughs> but did you, ever, did you watch game shows as a kid on sick days? Was that popular for you? No, I watched a lot of um, daytime talk shows, though, yeah. as a kid. We didn't have cable, so Me, there wasn't... You didn't have cable I either. didn't have cable uh, either. Daytime television for non-cable users really blows. It's bleak. Yes. It is bleak uh, f- for most of the day. It Why picks up make... again around 3, but there's that yeah. large expanse during the day is very Why tough. do they make good television during the day? I you would know. have a great television, daytime television show. I would love to do it. I'd take any time. 4 a.m.? Oh. I'd do any time. There is also, after 3 a.m., there's nothing on. That's what you used to just sign off. Yeah. <laughs> now Why don't they put something good well, on then? I I agree. I agree. There's just some creative people that are up and enjoying the yes. uh, the hours. Um, my sick days were often we'd go to Burger King for breakfast sandwiches. Oh. And my mother, we didn't have a lot of money. She'd pay with pennies out of a bag. And it was always like, oh, gosh, just <laughs> embarrassing, you know, <laughs> you know, loose change paying for the sandwich. And then we'd go back and it would be prices right. And then, I don't know, maybe there were some talks. Joan Rivers, I think, had a show for a while that was kind of at an odd hour. Then that cartoons sounds... at three. Yeah. And then maybe five or so mash would kick in some of the syndicated shows and then dinner. And then you'd be back out. That sounds like a great sick day. They get your mom got you Burger King every sick day. I mean, uh, unless I was genuinely sick, yeah. we had well days. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> so that was okay. My mom used to take me to Burger King sometimes. We didn't go to McDonald's. We went to Burger King. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you think was the health uh, improvement between? <laughs> there between was those none. Two? None at all. <laughs> none. I don't know, but there were Burger King families and there were McDonald's families. Yep. And then later Wendy's. Oh, I mean, but. Who's, I mean, that's more of a dinner. I mean, certainly more that's of a, a dinner. They have baked potatoes. Yeah, they had the salad bar. <laughs> that's right. And the chili. And the chili. <laughs> Somebody said, don't eat that. Really? Yeah. They used to have this thing in the late 90s called salad shakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It came in a plastic. <laughs> a plastic cup? Yeah. Like a soda cup. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like the uh, um, uh, Frappuccino cup uh-huh. with the yes, lid. Yes. With, if you get whipped cream. And you the... just shake it up. <laughs> just shake it. Just like, what's the worst way to eat a salad? <laughs> Put it in a cup and just shake it. What other food should you shake? Before? <laughs> Horrible. Can you imagine if they serve soup that way? <laughs> what a nightmare. Hail and hearty. Shake it. Please shake it. You must shake it. You like a chowder shaker? (laughs) I had the best. Oh, man. I'm chasing a dream right now. I had the best Hale and Hardy soup of my life, and it was seasonal. Oh, 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 that's a New Yorker nightmare. What do I do? It was the best soup I've had. It It was um, like. Squash? No, it was like a tortellini. Like, um, what's the word they use when it has spinach in it? Uh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they always use that word, but it's like doesn't even mean with spinach. 
know. I don't know. It's like it was like a tomato soup with spinach uh-huh. and tortellini. Oh, it was so good, and it they served it for one day. Well, was it Columbus Day or something? It must have been. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's coming up. It's never coming up. Can you call the headquarters? I guess I'll call the headquarters. I mean, it'll be an embarrassing call, but I guess it's worth Maybe it. Maybe do that as part of the show. <laughs> call them up. Kaylin Hardy, hi. Um, big fan of your, I don't know what it's called, something Italian. <laughs> Spinacci. Yes, your Spinacci soup. <laughs> you don't have that? Okay. What's... Mm. Florentine, that's the oh, word. Oh, Florentine, sure. Everybody says Tortellini that. Florentine. Yeah. Wow. It's a great soup. Wow. Well, let's let's get him on the horn. It's we, you know a few uh, choicely placed tweets can have oh, a real impact. You think? Yeah. Because that's somebody's job is to watch that Twitter feed. You think so? And I bet the Hale and Hardy folks are on it. <laughs> Top level oh, person man. on that. I wonder how quickly I can lose followers by tweeting at soup companies. <laughs> Ah, well, if you run out of puzzles, that'll be a nice... (laughs) Well, that's a sweet thought. (laughs) Way to spend the day. Thanks for the tip. And uh, you have this marvelous series talking about puzzles and lady puzzles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This marvelous series on the web now with Aparna Nancherla Mm -hmm. and uh, produced by our dear friend Julie Miller. Oh, yes. Directed by a new Valia. What's that? Do you know a new Valia? No. Oh, she's the director. She's wonderful. Oh. Yeah. I would I would like to meet her. Yes. Uh, this is through Refinery29 called wo- Womanhood. 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 You have a good experience with Julie? Mm-hmm. She's great. I, I had love l- Julie. I had lunch with her recently. We, we meet, meet up a couple times a year at this diner on West 4th. And it's got terrible food. But I've started calling it Our Place. We've gone there twice. But I said, this is Our Place. We have to meet at the diner. And we got, uh, we got together, and she said that she has, she's sitting on a pile of outtakes from this web series that's available now through Refinery29, YouTube, and all over the place. That uh, 99% of it is just you cracking up at whatever a partner says. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. Yes. You had, you had some fun That's making it. That's completely accurate. I can't stop laughing at her. I can't really look at her during the shoots. I just don't. I avoid eye contact completely. <laughs> she's very funny. And she's just, she keeps it together, doesn't yes, she? Yes, she really does. And I do not, 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 not. <laughs> but she, what, it was really miraculous. We were filming season two recently. We just started oh, great. filming season two. Great. And um, we were at a bridge club. And yes. we were like secretly, we were going off to the side and giving us like mantras to kind of build ourselves up. And at the same time, at the same time, we came up with the same mantra. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. We both said at the same time, Who's under the bridge? It's me, the troll. <laughs> I mean, what I are re- the chances? I thought, I was like, I've never felt so connected to anyone before. Yep. What a strange thing to pop out of anybody's mouth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's it. Well, that's that's what happens. I know when you work on a web series, you can kind of sync up with somebody, yeah. And you just get uh, you get in the zone. It's one of the great things about web series. Oh, certainly. I mean, if that's not the best thing, is the content creators syncing up? <laughs> Might be the only thing. Might be the only thing. <laughs> yes. Well, it has a, a a wonderful sense of it, and uh, I think Jenny does the editing. Yes. Uh, who also oh, Jenny's so she's, good. She's got a great. She skill just of, had a baby. Just had a baby. Oh that's my right. gosh. We wish her well. Um, 
And it reminds me a little bit of uh, Allison Rich's series, too, that Bodies yes. Are Gross. Yes. Is that what it's called? It's something like yes. that. Yes. Um, a wonderful comedian who's on that uh, party over here. Yes. So um, that's a, that's a, another funny one. But it is about uh, women's bodies and aging. Yeah. And coming together. W- women, there's just like a lot of secrets. There are. It's like... Uh, it, you, you know, don't have to tell me. <laughs> listen, you know that there are secrets. There's just like a lot of things where you're supposed to keep quiet about them and like keep, like you're kind of. It's like you don't really talk about them, and you don't. It's just like there's a lot of really embarrassing and gross things women have to do to, you know, like just so that they don't bleed through their pants. Even just the the kind of the basics. Yeah. Diva cups. <laughs> Diva cups. Diva cups. Diva cups. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing, and those oh. underwear that absorb it. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I don't even know how those work. I, I assume it's a similar to diaper technology, but I know that they probably don't like that analogy. <laughs> I've looked at those ads for a, a lot. Oh, God. They ruined grapefruits for me. <laughs> <laughs> this ad was repulsive. Do you saw this ad? They shaped all the citrus fruit to look like vaginas. <laughs> yes, yes. Why would they do that? <laughs> it's such a noble fruit. Oh God! <laughs> and why? Ugh. And and to the vagina as well. It's a it's it a, goes both ways. It's a noble fruit. <laughs> yes, what I've long referred to as the no noble fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those thinks. That's what's called thinks. Yeah, it's something I don't want to thinks about. But there are a lot of things out there, like you said, and and they exist for men too. Yeah. and we don't have to talk about it. I'm I'm. I never talking about some of the things that happened to me, but uh, it, I started out the out the door the other day. It's kind of warm now, uh-huh. and uh, something was amiss. <laughs> it, it, I don't know if it was the seam of my underpants or just how tight my pants were, uh, but something had caught, and I knew that I had no other choice but to walk. You know, when you're out in public, yeah, what are you going to do to correct the situation? You can't You've do just got to go with it and hope that it kind of resolves, and you do a kind of funny yeah. walk. You're like, boy, I hope nobody sees this. I but know. It's tough being alive. It, it is. How does the brain work? I don't know. <laughs> What's the brain telling you to say, keep walking? That's right. You know? Yeah. Just I, turn back. On the way here, I was, exactly. I was running here, and I was like, the trains weren't working. And I was like, I saw that I was on a train, and then I saw that they that there was construction workers. Oh, and I was like, I got to get off of this train. Yeah. And then I was, like, running to a different train, and this man was asking for directions for how to find the J train. Yeah. And I couldn't – I was so in such a flurry. I was like, follow follow the brown signs. That's not helpful at all. And why did my brain say, oh, this – if you have to offer something, say that. Follow the brown signs. <laughs> That's it. It's not going to get you there. No. That could mean a lot of different that things. That could mean <laughs> everything that would get you in the wrong place. <laughs> it's true sometimes. that, And you see it with other people, too. Uh, there was somebody who was getting on the train, holding the doors, and saying, does this train uh, go um, uptown? And instead of the person just saying yes or no, yeah. they said, where are you trying to go? Oh. That's like a New Yorker's impulse. Yeah. Where are you trying to go? No, 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 no. They just answer the question. <laughs> you don't need to know where I'm going to. What difference does it make to you? It's a deli up on 54th. <laughs> what, what, what do you need to know that for? Just tell me which way the train's going. And it went on and on like that. Really? And, oh, just, just, anyhow. But we have little things that I know. misfire. It's really weird. It's really, yeah. 
It's an odd thing. Even if you're like in a relationship with someone, oh. you know, and you're like, how do, how do I not know what's going on? <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you off air about some of the <laughs> things that I've said because I recently had a situation with somebody who uh, is in a position of uh, power with me. And my response to him after a very successful time with him was so off <laughs> that I I was like, oh, well, that's it. I've just I've I've ruined my future. I've closed the door on oh, my no. future after saying that. It, I think he's fine with it, but yeah. uh, uh, because he still exists out there, <laughs> and oh. I'm still getting employed by. I don't want to say anything about. Yeah. it. But it was a very a moment where I just thought, brain, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Why that? Why that now? And I keep having that thing happen. I Anyhow. Know. I know. <sighs> You're okay, though. You still got a job. So far. Yeah. So far. Yep. Still uh, still there. Uh, and what are you, speaking of jobs, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to acknowledge that. I mean, can you get a better transition than that? Uh, <laughs> you, you, you're, on, you're on staff over there at the Gethard Show? Well, we're on a break right now. On your break? Season two ended. Season two ended. It's coming back for season three, or you don't know? We don't know yet. Oh, it's so much waiting and unknowing. But uh, I don't, I kind of just floating around right now doing freelance stuff. Uh huh. Writing for various places? Mm, no, no. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> um, it's like, like it's kind of like a weird like week to week. I'm like, how did I make money? Like I try to make a certain amount of money each week, mm-hmm. but then like how I go about doing it is always pretty insane. Like I'm just like, oh, last week I talked to children about comedy, and then I like did like a weird web series gig, and then I did like a a show that paid, and then I'm like, okay, that's enough for that week. Moving on to next week, what do I do now? It's always a work in progress. That's amazing. Well, I know you to be one of the hardest working people out there. I don't think you, that's true. I, well, I feel like everybody you're on a lot of shows. But everybody has to hustle so much in New York. Like That's true. You know what I mean? Like you, like it's like a tough city to do comedy in. Uh yeah. Yeah. But because there's so many opportunities. That's true. It, it does uh, at least there's that. There's I that. Mean, there's be, a lot more opportunities. Yeah, you could be in Tulsa and working every night and it could be it could be more challenging. That's true. In St. Louis, I did that. There's only so many. Now there's way more venues, but at the time, it's like you perform at the pizza place, then you got to wait a week to perform at the pizza place again. <laughs> right. Well, even San Francisco uh, yep. is small. You you can run through it pretty quick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or it was when I was there, which is yeah. some, some time ago now. But in Los Angeles, you're just driving everywhere. But here, you can really be on a number of shows and get stuff done, it seems yeah. to me. But really run around with your head cut off if you want to well if you want to that but i am uh, i realize i don't really have a sense of what you do outside of the stuff on stage or on air um and that's interesting to me and probably uh, to listeners to know that it really is a hustling all the it's time puzzle it's a real puzzle thing. that's maybe that's why you're drawn to it maybe so because it's just like putting all these pieces together i think it is and then you have to move on to the next one the next yeah. week but you're able to make it work. I guess for right now, I had the moment in the shower this morning where I was like, what am I doing? And then I turned the water all the way up to the hottest setting. Oh. And I just stood in there for like a minute. Uh-huh. I was like, this is wasteful, but I feel like I'm about to lose it. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I just stood like um, like the, the grudge style, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Hair I matted do, over my face. I do the, I go cold. 
Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Bracing. Oh. And then I'm worried I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I think about Bear Grylls jumping into some cold, you know, Arctic pool that he's oh, found. Yeah. And I think, no, I can do it. I just have to breathe through it. And then, oh. I'm, then I'm invigorated. Really? I've never done it. Maybe I'll do it cold next time. Have you ever done a cold plunge after a hot plunge? Uh-uh. Oh, man. There's there's some activities for you to do. Well. I'll set, I'll set some things up. Okay. Uh, with uh, Chris, though, was he a, a teacher of yours, Chris Gathard? He was never a teacher of mine. No? I met him. Uh, I saw him do stand-up a bunch, and I actually met him. Um, I got... I. He like asked for audience participation, and then I like I spoke up, and he was insulted by what I said, and then uh, he like kind of picked on me for the rest of the show, uh-huh. and then uh, and then I kind of like became acquainted with him then, but he like obviously he, I was just like an audience member in one of his shows, yeah. But then uh, like I'd always like followed his work, and then uh, recent then more recently like maybe two th- two or three years ago, Josh Sharp. You know yeah. Josh Sharp? Sure, yeah. He like reintroduced us. Wonderful. And we then got you've been lunch. working you've been yeah. working as a writer on that show. Yeah. And uh a writer. <laughs> I went to one of the tapings at the cable access oh, when yeah. he was really questioning what was going on. Oh yeah. Um, although I don't know how, how much he was really questioning about it, I'm not sure. But uh, it was kind of a kind of a weird one. But you have um, Have you ever thought about having a public access T V show? Sh- sh- sure, yeah. A little bit, not with any seriousness. I think that it would be a good TV it show. It might be a good format. I think it would be a really good format. I tried to pitch something to, to Brett to come on the Brett <gasps> Davis show. Yes. Where I would just be part of the set. Like I'd be on, tiny. Oh, that's I'd wonderful. I'd be real tiny. I had an idea for a show called Shelf Life where I host a show from a, a shelf. Oh, my and, God. Uh, so you'd be on the shelf on the set and then if. Yeah, I've been there the whole time. Just nobody had seen me yet. So we just zoom in, and you and there'd be like a magic photocopier or that something that people that so shrinks people great. temporarily <laughs> to come on the show. That's so cool. <laughs> and then they'd have to figure out the way. But the the musical guest would just be a rubber band. Oh you my god, I mean? that's so great. We'll see. We'll see what will come of that. But with uh, with Gethard Show, you've been trying. You've been. Prom- uh, pushing some of the games sometimes. Oh, sometimes. So there was a segment there where oh, right. uh, uh, you, you I, it was like Facebook Live or something, which, right. I mean, my gosh, I can't I figure mean, out a lot gosh. of things. Uh, but you were playing some kind of jello well, thing. Yeah. Is that what it was? It was yeah, a, well, the, technically, it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a concession, really, yeah, well, to guess. get a game on the air through this alternative format well essentially i've been pitching this same idea for two years now and he (laughs) hates the idea so much and i think it actually it's so dumb that i do think it could do something and so the last day of work we didn't have anything to do because we film on thursdays and then we all were there on friday just to like clean up and gather our ideas and make sure everything was in place before we left but like we had all this free time right Mm -hmm. and i was like oh this is perfect. And so I sent an intern out to uh, get Jello yes. and spices. Uh, the game is called Spicy Jigglies, and you put Spicy spices jigglies. into Jello, and then you eat it. And guess what? Spices in. That's it, fairly simple. Fairly simple. Yeah. Um, Seems like it would catch on in the college set. Certainly, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cer- yeah. Certainly. Yeah. And so then, uh, so then I was like, we got to stage it because if we stage it, then they'll see you. they really regret it. <laughs> All right, that's what you need to do in comedy. Uh-huh. Now you have to show them what it is that exactly. they want to then. So get I got you. I got all the people at the office to participate. Can Nobody I, can, liked it. 
<laughs> well, can I ask you, do you mix the spice in? That's yes. What you so it's, does it do a good job of concealing the spice, the jello? I mean, you can kind of see it, yeah. but it was like red jello, so it's like kind of a concentrated color. Pretty good. You yeah. know, it tastes pretty good. <laughs> well, one of the things that I loved about watching it, and uh, just it speaks to me, and it's one of the reasons I'm just such a fan of yours, is you you're on live Facebook thing and people are commenting or doing whatever and you're setting explaining these rules that you've just explained to me, and you're doing that for the people watching at home, and you do some kind of quick motion where you yank your hand or your leg caught the cord of the phone, and you yank the receiver clear off of the cradle of the phone, <laughs> and, and without missing a bit you just kind of pick it up and, and you you put it back and you say well this is a good start to the game or some some little aside and you kept going with it but it was such a wonderful joe firestone oh. moment <laughs> of here i, I am in that. this spotlight wham knocking the thing off and it was a very uh, a delightful oh thanks kind of like dick van dyke over the ottoman like oh. it just seemed like there was a little are you clumsy do you feel like you have that I'm bit out of I think I'm a little bit out of my body a little bit not really certain where the body's going at any time I recently was I start I have a I go to a therapist Mm -hmm. and I was like talking about how like I really want to be like more comfortable with myself and stuff and he's like well it's fairly obvious you're not comfortable with yourself and I was like I had no idea like I really thought I was smooth but like has ever anyone ever done impressions of you to you oh yes well sometimes if you're in one of these improv classes they have oh. to walk like you oh my god it's terribly it's disappointing terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, apparently I lead with my stomach oh geez that's the worst <laughs> that's the worst I get people do impressions of me sometimes and it's like the worst creature, like some little monster gremlin, came to life and like got legs and like was just like, what do I do? You know, it was like so, like, like so squiggly, <laughs> horrible. Well, I th- it seems to me you're pretty put together. Oh. So. Well, I I think you're just saying that because I managed to put on pants today. <laughs> well, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm I'm glad that we uh, have a chance to, to kind of. You were on the show before. Yes. You'd come on. I loved it. We, we had a nice time, but the rest of that show, the the experience was a little bit of a disaster, and I, I, I've gone through it, but um, and I don't need to go rehash all of it. But uh, it was it a was, disaster. Our our segment was great. We had no problem, and then. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better lineup of people, uh-huh. and uh, we all had a, f- a great time. But we were forced to wait around hours, and then told it would be fine to go long. And then halfway through, I got to hurry up and finish the whole thing. Oh no! And so, uh, progress. You, you had a great segment, and then the next guest had a little bit, and, then, <laughs> and even oh, less, right. and then even less. So it felt very hurried to me. I took that as like, oh gosh. So I'm I'm very glad that. Um, one, that you did that, and you don't have a similar experience of it, and that you're able to come back. And you told a story about a sad potato, uh, uh, then the microwave potato oh, or yes, something, yes. which was great. Oh, and it yes. brought me great joy. It, it uh, you, you feel overall happier? Um, well, <laughs> kind of the same. Kind of a, I, <laughs> operating at the same operating frequency. Operating at the same frequency. <laughs> no, wh- uh, why did you have to wait around all day? Just You just had to. Why oh, do you geez. have to wait around? I did don't you know. Do it they again weren't this ready. Year? I did not. You opted out. I opted out. Good call. I did. That's I did. good. I, you I, don't have to like. It. No. No. It's okay. And I, it's fine. It's it's. 
they can do their thing. You know, it's a young festival. I'm sure they've got even more professional this time around. Yeah. That time, there were things about, I think, the venue, the people working the venue. Uh, you know, I asked, I wanted to do a bit on the table. They had a folding table that we were all sitting at. I said, well, I want to get up on this table and do a bit. And he said, well, I don't know. And he shook the table, the tech guy, not realizing that there was a latte <gasps> sitting on it. And the latte flew up and spilled all over. And so oh, the entire no. place where everyone was going to sit, that whatever cloth it was, soaked with latte. Oh, I remember that. And then he's like, well, it's all right. And he just folded it up. Well, it's not okay because it's dripping down where everybody's <laughs> legs would be. And it's, in what world is that okay, man? So, like, well, can we find another cloth? And no one seemed to feel the same urgency that. Uh, oh. And they were hanging a sign for anyhow. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. And we, oh, man. You know, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be good. Yeah, and, uh, um, the, um, Con- you know, Connor Ratliff? I do. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know who he is, yes. Well, he has like a great saying um, with comedy stuff. He's like, you don't have to like the shitty parts, <laughs> which is really great. <laughs> you know, it's true. Good well, it is. Yep. It is. Oh, I enjoy a lot of things. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a New Yorker cartoon will make me chuckle. Yeah. Sometimes those videos of cats being scared by cucumbers. Oh, you like that. I ca- yeah. Do you feel for the cat? I don't love cats. Yeah, right? So yeah. it's kind of great. Yeah. There's some primal thing happening for them when they see it. They think it's a snake. Yeah. <laughs> and they jump. Uh, you excited for the new musical Cats? Not if you don't like cats. No, I kn- I didn't even know there was going to be that. Yeah, it's coming back. Oh, jeez. What's happening next, you know? There's something that I notice, and it's always apparent whenever I see you do a show, stand-up, or even with a web show, whatever, whatever you're involved in, that you just have such a gift when it comes to timing and reading the audience, which is such a key part of what, what we do. And you, no- you notice that when something has happened, um, you give it a second to register with the audience that something has happened, and then you'll, you'll kind of pounce on it with a funny moment or reflection on what's happened, acknowledging it. And it, it gives you a little kind of a safety to laugh at it. It's a real, it's, it's a w- great sense of things, oh, which I you. just want to compliment you on. I was walking uh, home from Met Foods the other day, and I looked in the in the street. There was a hole. It was a new hole, and I know that it was new hole because I walk by there all the time. And uh-huh. So it wasn't there yesterday. It was there. What size hole? Like a big, like a like a decent size, okay. uh, maybe four feet by five feet. They're oh, putting some hole. kind of okay. um, in the street, digging it up. Right. Asphalt is removed. You see the dirt. I mean, right. It's weird to think that this whole plant is just I dirt, know. and then we'll, you see it when the weeds come up. But this hole had not been there very long, and already full of trash. Oh. People are just compelled to fill a hole. Yes. And that's what I like about. Your comedy, Joe, is that you don't feel that need uh, to just fill it immediately. You'd be okay oh. with a hole being a hole. And that's a great, great thing. You'd let a pause happen, and it's all right. And then you come back in, and you, you still comment on it and do what you need to do. But it's a, it's a genuine skill, I think, that's only um, oh. uh, just naturally born, or you, you hone it by doing so many great projects. But it's not every, a lot of people in improv, they have that urge to fill the hole. Yeah. You don't need to. Improv's hard. Improv's very hard, so I, I had to I had to get I, out of it. I had to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's a very hilarious metaphor. Trash <laughs> in the hole. Um I love it. I, I feel like it's sometimes it just takes me a moment to register what's happened. 
you know? Yes. I don't even know if it's for the audience. Sometimes you just have to... Th- and sometimes the audience is just like, can you speed it up? <laughs> like, sometimes I do go faster and it yields much better results. But right. what's the point in Russian? <laughs> oh, we're all here. We're all here. You know, no one's going anywhere. That's right. Well, you're going to be doing a show with Chris Gethard uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, on the 23rd. Yeah. And that's the, it's called Fire Geth. Fire Geth. And that's where you uh, take turns, I guess still building on that same dynamic from the initial yes. exchange, where uh, he sets you up or you set him up, mm-hmm. and he does not know what you've got planned and vice versa. This time you're in the driver's seat? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, you have something special planned for him? I hope so. Yeah. I've been enjoying your text back and forth. On oh. Instagram, sometimes Chris will, right. will put, it, put it a text or something. So it's full of mystery. Where does that happen? That's happening at the Bell House. At the Bell House. And uh, people are excited with that show? I can't. Literally I can't. anything can happen? Anything can happen. And you've got a, a, bit, you've got a lot of planning to do between now and, uh, now and then? Yes. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, as I said, I wish I could be there. Hey. Uh, but um, I will definitely follow along to see what oh. has happened. You also have a benefit uh, for the Orlando community. Yes. yes. Uh, can you tell me about that and what, what it's going to be? Well, every year we do an inner beauty pageant. Oh, yes. And it's the New York City inner beauty pageant yep. where we get like 11, 10 to 11 people to compete. Like, and they make their own swimsuit and they do a talent <laughs> act and they do an interview. And it's like real goofy. But I feel like it's just like a real goofy, fun thing. And I think it's, uh, I was just thinking like, you know, like, it would be, if we're going to have a show and we're going to have, like, this fun, silly show, like, it, like we might as well do something good with it, you know? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so the proceeds of that will go uh, uh, down there to, to Florida. To Orlando, Orlando. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think it'll be good. That'll Actually, be I good. really don't know how it's going to go, but you know what? Maybe we'll raise some I've, money. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be strong and uh, you always thrive. I feel like you get you out there on the stage, you're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not true. But you know what? It's good to good to have that. Uh, gonna give, yeah, if, you know, if you need that as a little mantra, oh, to, to, better than the on, a troll under the bridge. <laughs> well, uh, it's always a delight talking with it's you, Joe. I'm so glad you, you came in, thanks and for um, me. I hope you have a great summer. Oh, thanks you too. Okay, thanks, okay. Joe. Well, we got to giggling, which is always a good sign. I'm obviously so fond of Joe and a great admirer of uh, uh, her and her talent. She's someone who's inspired me to keep going uh, with this endeavor. Seek her out if she comes to a town near you and grab a copy of Punderdome at your local game Emporium. Till next time, I'll be working on my puzzle of empty whiskey bottles that I made by enlarging a photo I took of a whiskey bottle, mounting it on a board, and then having my neighbor, Stan Crawford, use his bandsaw to cut it into 3,000 micropieces. It's going to be a long summer. Dale Radio is written and performed by James Bewley, musical director Steve O'Reilly. Season theme composed and performed by Shockwave. Podcast icon for season eight designed by Jenny Fine. Listen to Dale on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. And follow the program on Twitter at Dale Radio or on Instagram at Dale Seaver. If you'd like Dale to come to your local VFW or Elks Lodge, simply drop us a line at Dale Radio 
at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. You're the best.